0: Canceling cans sell for $549. 40 years ago today, 40-year-old John Lennon was shot and killed entering his apartment building on Manhattan's Upper West Side. Charles Rosenay published a magazine about the Beatles.
1: What we lost that night was not the killing of one
2: rock star. What we lost is somebody who till today would have probably given us great insight. Uh, He spoke the truth.
0: An obsessed fan named Mark David Chapman hold the trigger. S&P futures are down 15, Dow futures off 103. This is CBS News. These days, better nutrition and stronger
2: immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more, so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best.
1: Dell Technologies end of year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business, and don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top brand electronics all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs
0: at 877 Ask Dell. That's 877 Ask Dell. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. The pandemic won't stop a holiday celebration in Italy. More than 20 original Christmas
3: trees created by sponsors were lit last night on the day Milan celebrates its patron saint. Across a city that has been paying, a heavy price due to
0: the coronavirus pandemic, and experiencing some dark times. The initiative was the brainchild of Marco Balic, well known for his Olympic opening and closing ceremonies. The message is one of hope and solidarity bringing warmth this Christmas to the streets and squares of Milan. Sabina Castelfranco, CBS News, Rome. The Pope isn't giving the traditional Italian panettone for Christmas. Instead, he's opting for paracetamol, a cold and flu relief medicine. Each staffer will get five boxes early this morning. Pope Francis made a surprise visit to the Spanish steppes in Rome to pray for people struggling during the pandemic. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Here's a great thing to consider
1: doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st. So call now. You'll save even more. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being
2: a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base or Youngstown Air Reserve Station, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: Rutland Bottle Gas here. If it's propane, we do it. Residential service, commercial cylinder exchange, residential 100-pound cylinder exchange, auto gas, commercial bulk service, agriculture applications, and many more propane related services that are too many to mention. We service northern West Virginia and many counties in central and southern Ohio. Give us a call at our Rutland location at 740-742-2511 or our Plains location at 740-797-4675 or you can visit us at RutlandBottleGas.com.
1: Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about
2: life, community, and government issues.
0: It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive.
1: The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. Some say we've lost our touch, that we don't build things with lasting detail, or worse, that we just don't bother. Really, we the people who built a country, who rely on ourselves to get things done? Well, there's really only one way to tell if we've lost our grip. Next time you see someone wearing carpet, just shake their
0: hand. Max Thrifty Shop, 940 East State Street, 592-3773. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton Counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at A-M-E-S-C Project Rise.
1: In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM.
0: FM.
4: Wouldn't it be wonderful to see some sunshine? I tell you these uh, kind of dreary days set you in a tone that uh, Well, you just feel better when the sun's shining, right? Anyway, it's not going to be quite as cold today as it was yesterday. In fact, the next few days, we kind of slowly creep up, add some sunshine to it, and we could have a rather nice weekend. specifically speaking, uh, today, uh, yesterday, the high was like 35, 34, something like that. And uh, we're at 32 right now. It's going to get up to 40 today. 28 tonight, though. 48 tomorrow. 27 tomorrow night. 51 on Thursday. 58 on Friday. Well, you get the point, right? You may actually have to have a... What do you call it? A patio meal on Saturday with my neighbors. Cool. All right. Well, let's see here. Good morning, folks. It is um, it is December 8th, December 8th, 343rd day of this year, 23 days now remain. Our highlight in history, we go back to the year 1941, when on December 8th, the United States entered World War II as Congress declared war against Imperial Japan, a day after, of course, the attack on Pearl Harbor. December 7th, yesterday, but many years ago. Let's see, what other notables are there here? We've got um, 1863. On this date, President Abraham Lincoln issued his proclamation of amnesty and reconstruction for the South. 1886, the American Federation of Labor was founded. Right up the street in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Well, 1980 rock star and former Beatle, John Lennon, was shot to death right outside his New York City apartment building by uh, what they're describing as an apparently deranged fan, I would say. That would be accurate. Anyway, a few notable things like that. The uh, birthdays, let's see here. Oh. I I, I didn't notice this... uh, A year ago, but I did today, it says one year ago, puppeteer Carol Spinney, who voiced and operated Muppets Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch on Sesame Street for nearly 50 years, he died at his Connecticut home at the age of 85, one year ago today. All right, well, let's see here. Um, today's birthday, flutist or flautist, depending on how you were raised, I guess. James Galloway, 81. Singer Jerry Butler, also 81. Actor John Rubenstein, 74. Actor, Actress Kim B- Basinger, 67. Why is that name so familiar to me? What shows has she done, Kim Basinger? I'm sure I would know them. Anyway, going on, Sc- Scott's googling a little bit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. actor Terry Hatcher is a uh, fifty-six. Actor Matthew Labutreau is 54. Mike Mussina is in baseball, 52, Hall of Famer. Boy, very few names I recognize today. Well, the youngest person listed, Anna-Sophia... Rob, who's twenty seven, an actress. Uh did you find anything on um yes. Kim Best? oh I, let me turn your mic on. Forgive me. Oh there, yeah. There. Good morning. there we go. Good morning. Yeah.
5: Yes, she was in uh quite a few movies actually. Um let's see, she was in um nine and a half weeks. Uh, That was some time ago. I don't
4: remember that. She
5: was in the 11th Hour, The Nice Guys, Fifty Shades Darker, Mm -hmm. Fifty Shades Freed. I think she was also in Batman. Yeah, I think so too. All right, well. So, yeah. There we go with that. Yeah. Terry Hatcher, you mentioned there, she Mm -hmm. was in uh, first The Adventures of uh, Lois and Clark, Superman, Mm -hmm. and then later on in Desperate Housewives. So, folks, uh, I know none of
4: you would uh, be interested in this, but today is National Brownie Day. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) I I, am. (laughs) Actually, um, Grace, my next-door neighbor, last night brought over some California flatbread, I think
5: it's called. Oh, cool.
4: Yeah. And it's not a kit. She made it from scratch. Wow. Wow. Uh, she get, sent, sent me three squares, and I got one done before last before I went to bed. And it's chocolatey with a, a little bit of icing on the
5: top. Oh, my. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, sounds good. Kind of reminds me of a Texas sheet cake a bit. Not really a brownie and not really a cake. Kind of right in the middle.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Texas has one of those too,
5: huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. They do it big. <laughs> well, um. Just called a different name, now wait I think. A minute. Did I call it California? Yeah.
4: Well, maybe she said Texas, and I got it fouled up.
5: Oh, okay. Either way, so, it was good, though, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. No matter what state it's named after.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of stuck on California because of Pat's trip. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, um. Whatever it was, it's good, and she promised me she'd share her recipe. Yeah, they can call it any state they want. I'll take one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, another thing that today is, pretend to be a time traveler day.
5: I like that one.
4: Okay, I need a little help with this. I don't think I completely understand. So,
5: you know, you're going to have to help me. Okay. A time travel. Well, you know, it's mostly science fiction with that. So uh, one of the time travel movies that I've always enjoyed, actually there are three of them. There's a series, or the Back to the Future series. Okay, okay. So, you know, just basically. Who was the uh, young actor on that show? Michael J. Fox. That's it. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd was Mm -hmm. Dr. Emmett Brown. They referred to him back in the day as a, the crazy scientist that said he invented a time machine. And actually, in the movie, again, it's it's science fiction. Mm-hmm. In the movie, of course, you know, you can do a lot of things with that. But it worked in 1985, where the movie first started out, the time travel DeLorean. It was a modified DeLorean.
4: Oh, yes. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. I've seen this program for yeah. this show. Yeah
5: and it had a, a fusion meter in the back that was creating the energy for time travel, and they landed in 1955. This is a true story. I'm, I'm moving away from it
4: partially. Okay. There was an occasion, this probably was 15, 20 years ago, here in Athens, Ohio, where there was a DeLorean for sale and at what I considered a very reasonable price but so had others and I didn't get it someone else got it before me but I was working hard to catch to do it <laughs> i think um i think mr. mr prokos had something to do with it oh
5: okay so anyway, yeah, aren't those made? Of, I think they're made of stainless steel, yes, aren't they?
4: The bodies, the yeah.
5: Yeah, but anyway, in the movie, Michael J. Fox is the is the young boy there, and he travels back in time to see his parents yep. Yep. in high school in 1955.
4: Alrighty, so National Brownie Day and pretend to be a time traveler day. We've done that now. What about historical events? We've done a few. Let's see if there's any new in this report. Um, Huh. Well, here's one that I don't recall. In 1966, on this date, the United States and the United um, Soviet um, USSR um, Russia sign a treaty to prohibit nuclear weapons in outer space. Interesting. All right, famous yeah, one,
5: birthdays. Wonder how many times that's been violated. We have
4: Eli Whitney, who was born on this date in 1765. He died in 1825.
5: Whitney. I can tell you, um, ahead of time, before even looking, he was the inventor of the cotton gin. Yeah, That's where I was going. Yep. Okay.
4: We have um, Mary, Queen of Scots. Born on this date in 1542, died
5: in 1587. Also known as Mary Stuart, or Mary I of Scotland, reigned over Scotland from December 14, 1542 to July 24, 1567. She is the only surviving legitimate child of King James V of Scotland. She was six days old when King James... I wonder
4: King why they in that legitimate. Uh,
5: yeah, I wondered that, too. Had
4: he been having a fling or two?
5: Uh, that would be a presumption okay. with that word, yes. Uh She was six days old when King James V, her father, passed away, and she acceded to the throne at the tender tender age of six days old.
4: Wow. How would you like to be making decisions at the age of six days?
5: Yeah. Well, I someone is changing diapers and warming the milk, cradling you, rocking you, and saying, eh, I think I'll do that. Jim
4: Morrison celebrating <laughs> um, what would have been a birthday today, were he alive, um, let see. The
5: doors right yes lead singer of the doors quite the entertainer died, quite the uh, showman died in 1971. At the age of uh, 27 i think yeah 43
4: 27. Uh, he, he was born in 43
5: and he died in 71. so whatever almost that, 28 yeah there you go so same age as uh janice joplin i believe maybe I'm, even jimmy hendrix i'm
4: having a brain freeze here or something okay uh, there's a picture of a, uh, a woman basically with a shaved head the name is familiar to me it's her 54th birthday
5: um sinead o'connor yeah i just took a wild guess
4: Why? how did you do that
5: uh just thought of that and knew from pictures i've seen of her and i like i like her music I think she sings a song called Nothing Compares to You. Okay, so is she
4: has she always had a that crew look? cut?
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well,
4: okay. Famous deaths. go to my ear. Um wow. What a woman. She lived from 1898 to 1978,
5: and i just bring up a brief bio. You're near a computer there. Okay, former Prime Minister of Israel. Yes. Stateswoman, politician, and the fourth Prime Minister of Israel. Born in Kiev, she emigrated to the United States as a child with her family in 1906 and was educated here, becoming a teacher. But she didn't she return to authority? Oh, yes. Yeah, she came to the U.S. in 1906, and then uh, the family returned to Israel. Mm-hmm. She helped actually found the state of Israel in 1948 when it was recognized by President Harry Truman. Very first woman to hold that post. And another famous death, uh, and then we'll be done, is
4: um, John Lennon. Died on this date in 1980. He was 40 years of uh, of age.
5: Had that earlier. was shot by Mark David Chapman, who I still remember to this day. They found him sitting on a sidewalk. Afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. And he was reading a book titled Catcher in the Rye. Folks, the uh, COVID statistics. um,
4: It depends on who you talk to. Yep. And and what I mean is some people are, holy cow, did you see the figures today? That sort of thing. Yeah. And yet uh, others are, um, it's not that they don't consider them serious. It's that they don't think they are, Outrageous. Um, let's just go through it. All of this information is as, t- as of 2 p.m. yesterday. But I have three days in front of me. Um, so let's, let's take Athens. On Monday we had 576 active cases. Tuesday, I'm sorry, on Monday, I said Monday. On S- on Saturday, we had 576 active cases. That was 45 more than the day before. On Sunday, we had 590. That's an increase of 33. Yesterday, we had six ten. That's an increase of 36. Um, I don't know what to say. Let's go on. Um, Because each day you have a certain number of cases that are Considered recovered as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I say the new cases, that's your increase factor. So let's take the same three days. On Saturday, we had 1,721 people who in our county had recovered. The next day, 1,740. Yesterday, 1,756. Right? Um, Yes, we're terribly concerned about this, and rightfully so. We must not be sloppy or lax. I've had some staff telling me that I have not pushed hard enough the rules, and I have others that think I've pushed too hard. But the point is, Um, we're trying real hard to do things right. Yes, we are. Here at this building. You know, it's not like we can all just stay at home and work there. Um, we do have one person doing that, sort of. But that one person, you know, is supposed to be doing some other things while they're here. Well, they're not doing them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Anyway, um, so, okay, there's, so 45, 33, 36, those are the new cases over the last three days. Um, we gave you the active numbers, fifty-five, seventy-six, 590, 610. Yes, it has grown a little bit. Hospitalizations. Ninety four, ninety four, ninety seven. 94, 97. Non-hospital. 4, 482 Saturday, 496 Sunday, 513 yesterday.
5: And those are new.
4: Those are just the figures for that day. For the so increase, I mean, some yep. some some of them. The difference between each would be the increase or decrease, as the case may be. Right. But um, now let's, let's let's compare ourselves to the rest of the state of Ohio. Okay. If Athens was statistically The same as the state of Ohio, if Athens County is, that is. Instead of having, last Saturday, 2,301 cases, we should have had 2,830 cases. 529 more cases than we actually had, if we were statistically the same as the state. Mm Mm-hmm. And that number uh, has gone down, or ink. Just move on. Sunday, we had two hundred and I'm sorry, two thousand three three four. If we were like the rest of the state, we would have had two thousand eight seven six. Yesterday, we had twenty three seventy. If we were like the rest of the state, we should have had 2,932 cases, 562 more cases than we really did. Yeah. You know, and those are the little, you know, I know know it's statistics.
5: Right. And we also have to remember, too, that much of the state, the counties are now red at the red level. So, you know, with Athens County, I, I believe we're still listed as a red level. So those numbers, you know, they're up there with the increase, but we're still doing better than the statewide mm-hmm. if you did it on a pro-rating basis. Well, let's see here. Should we do the
4: the nation and the world or should we I guess we don't need to do that today. Yeah,
5: either or. I mean, well, I think we, it, well,
4: we can do the US. Okay. okay. Um so Uh, Yes, uh, on Saturday, there were 1,180,414 new cases just last Saturday. Wow. Now, I think that is the result of some records that they just got caught up on, because they've been saying for some time, a week or two now, that there's a lot of data missing that they have to make up.
5: And not only that, but Thanksgiving gatherings, family gatherings from what? It's, it's not A week ago that. now?
4: It's not that. Um, but it. Two weeks? Anyway. So the very next day, instead of 1.1 1. 1 million, it was 171,000.
5: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
4: Yesterday, it was 133,000. Oh, <laughs> that's quite a difference. Okay. So. And we're supposed to have a spike in the data today. I think in the governor's remarks yesterday, uh, which we air those basically folks daily. Yeah.
5: So uh, when we come in tomorrow, you'll have a, a better number on that. Well, a worse number. Or Yeah. I mean, a better representative. But a number. more accurate. yes. Yep.
4: Okay. So, you know, it's a little hard to. It used to be he did his things on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then he went to Tuesday, Thursday, and now he just he, 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 you just get a notice and you're on. Um, so he did one yesterday, Governor Mike DeWine, and he has various experts join him. It's generally airs around a few few moments after two o'clock. Yesterday wound up just to be almost exactly an hour in length. Uh, Sometimes they've gone an hour and a half, but we've been airing those. And, um, by the way, they're rather well done. Okay, so back to the U.S. So. Um... So, in terms of active cases, on Saturday there were 14.9 million cases. On Sunday, 15.1 million cases. On Monday, yesterday, at 2 p.m., 15.2 million cases. Now the deaths any if you have one death it's serious, but I, I still need to talk statistics. So yesterday we had two hundred and eighty-nine thousand four hundred and thirty deaths. Not yesterday, but since the beginning of this whole thing for the nation. Um That's 1.9%. And if you look back, they're all 1.92, 1.91, 1.90, 1.91. It's right in that zone. Active cases. Okay, now remember when we say cases, we're saying. That's how many people have caught it thus far. But if they've now gone through the couple of weeks, depending on the nature, how serious it was, or maybe a month of recovery, now they're recovered. So, State of Ohio, once again, we have, as of yesterday, Fifteen million two hundred and thirty two cases. Thirty two thousand that is. Um at this point eight million nine hundred and eight thousand have recovered. Okay. I I I'm sure you folks get tired of my reports,
5: but um, Well, we found, too, that some find them interesting and informative. And I think especially on Monday mornings when we come in to find out where we are following the weekends. It's going to be interesting, uh,
4: tomorrow's report, to see how much it jumps because of certain records that have been hard to collect, and they think they have fixed it now. Okay, let's go to another story, General Chuck Yeager. Of course, a World War 2 fighter pilot and uh, probably best known for obvious reasons as being the first person to break the sound barrier in flight. Well, he died yesterday. He was 97 years of age. And you put as um was he an Ohio guy? And you where, where,
5: where did uh, he... I thought he was from West Virginia.
4: Okay, it could um, be,
5: but I just... I'll look and see. Yeah. So this is a quote.
4: Oh, it's a quote from his wife, Victoria. And I think it was posted on Twitter. It is with profound sorrow... sorrow. I must tell you that my life, love, General Chuck Yeager, passed just before 9 p.m. Eastern Time. An incredible life, well lived, America's greatest pilot, and a legacy of strength, adventure, and patriotism will be uh, remembered forever. That's what his wife posted yesterday. Um, In 1947, Jaeger flew the Bell X-1 rocket 700 miles per hour at 43,000 feet becoming the first person to break the sound barrier in level flight. He was later portrayed in the book The Right Stuff and the movie as well. He was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1985. Uh, As we said, Yeager died Monday. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said in a statement, calling the death a tremendous loss to our nation. He went on to say General Yeager's pioneering and innovative spirit advanced America's abilities in the sky and set our nation's dreams soaring into the jet age and the space age. He said, you don't concentrate on risks, you concentrate on results. No risk is too great to prevent the necessary job from getting done. Um you know when he did that uh, when he actually did that fight with um that the, the broke the sound barrier for the first time? Mm-hmm. yeah the day before he had been riding a horse, and something went wrong and he got thrown or something. So he had two broken ribs. Very painful. I've had a broken rib. It hurts like hell. Okay. Now.
5: And to still go up in that aircraft with all the G-force? Yeah. And then...
4: As I understand it, he took an old broom, cut the handle off, and fashioned it in some manner to help him close the cockpit door because of this injury he had sustained the day before. So, evidently, somewhere there is this famous broom handle. That went on that flight with him.
5: That's a tough dude. Yeah. As I mentioned with all the G-force pushing against him. uh, Accelerating the speed that he did. That had to hurt. Pushing like that. Incidentally uh, Chuck Yeager is from a little town called Myra, West Virginia. M-Y-R-A. About an hour... Southwest of Charleston, West Virginia. More west than south, probably. So he's a native West Virginia. The uh, International Airport there in Charleston is named after him. That's right. Yeager International Airport.
4: Up on the hilltop.
5: Up on the hilltop. Ever flown in or out of that? Yes. I have, too. It's pretty wild when you fly out of it. It's, uh, all of a sudden, there's I, nothing I, underneath you. I've been...
4: At a number of airports like that over the years. <laughs> we do have a caller. Let me bring them on board here. Good morning. Dickity-poo. be poo indeed.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's been one in days.
5: <clears throat> Uh-oh.
6: Yeah. This weather changes. I've got COPD, and that weather just works on my lungs. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, yeah, Chuck, he's he a... He was one of the good things that came out of West Virginia.
5: (laughs) And you're Uh, you're the other, right? I'm the second. You got that right. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, we
6: used to. I remember now. We were teenagers, and as in my days when I used to go the left-handed smoking way, we climb up the mountain. We would go to Coonskin Park and climb up the mountain to the airport
4: and okay. then the runway. Yes.
6: Lay there and watch the planes come in land and wave at people. Yeah. Wave at the pilots. Yeah. <laughs> now they got a fence of you can't do that, but yeah, we used to we thought we was big time man going up there laying and watching and waving and doing our thing.
4: <laughs> well the Honolulu Honolulu International Airport. It is quite similar. Um the, there's a restricted road out to the end of it. But they let military personnel use it to go sunbathing out there and stuff like that. Right. And um so you can literally lay at the very first part of the runway and all these uh, you know aircraft are coming in Huge um, passenger aircraft, and uh, literally just feet from you. Yeah. It's quite oh, a yeah, sight. It was awesome. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So, but I just, yeah, I just wanted to throw that little laugh in there and maybe make somebody's day and get them laughing.
5: <laughs> well, you, you managed to with Scott, anyway. Yeah, you always <laughs> do. I don't okay. think there's ever been a time that I haven't laughed when I talk to you. Or hear you call in. (laughs) We appreciate
6: you. I try to be jolly.
5: You are. You definitely
6: are. I had had my, before divorce, I had my surgeries on my knees. My doctor, the orthopedic doctor, he told my wife then, said, I wish all my patients was like your husband. She said, Doc, I'm going to tell you, he's got the patience of Job. (laughs) But... After all these surgeries, I think I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: oh. <laughs> well.
6: Nah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm still good at patients. I remember when I was growing up and I was a kid. I'd take a lot of stuff from people, but when a tear started to come down my eye, somebody was going to get hurt. Uh-oh. I got hurt a few times. I didn't. I didn't win them all. I, you know, I'm not a big bragger but I can't you know they knew they was in the
5: fight
6: (laughs) but yeah it was I don't know kids nowadays is whole different you know back then you fought when it was over with you were still friends you went on the plate now they got now they want to do is kill you over it oh yeah it's a whole different generation man I tell you
4: (laughs) I have I have um boy I don't know if I want to talk about this on the air
5: um I have been in two fights. Scott, what about you? Oh, you know, when you play sports you always you always get in a little scrap here and there, especially basketball, football. <clears throat> but, yeah, there's been a few.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
5: But oh, okay. the two I
4: have were ugly. And I so ugly that at the time I said, I don't want to ever do this again. And it's not ugly because I lost or won; they were just ugly.
6: Yeah. Well, there's no fight, cute.
5: Yeah. That's for sure.
6: Yeah. Okay. One other thing before I go. Football game tonight, right on XTQ.
5: Uh, which which game?
6: Uh Scott, uh, the not Scott. I'm sorry, Scott, but the guy that does the news, the sports thing before the top of the hour.
5: Connor, yeah.
6: He said it was uh federal hockey to somebody tonight at seven o'clock.
5: Yeah, it's basketball.
4: Oh, basketball. Yeah,
5: high school um, basketball.
4: Well, it's there's a game.
5: Yeah. Well, yeah. he said yeah. football oh, earlier. Did he? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So no, yeah. it's it's basketball.
6: Well, you know, it's, to me, it's football season, and it. <laughs> I got one back nine in, in this
4: season. It's very confusing, I grant you. Yeah. Well, and
6: Saturday going to be a good game. In that, uh, which game? Ohio State-Michigan.
5: Oh, yeah, if, if it happens. Yeah. I mean, Michigan's got COVID issues in their program. Ohio oh, State Michigan. was without 23 players, I think, last is this, Saturday. Is this to be played in Ann Arbor or... Columbus. Columbus. Okay. Yeah. At home. Yeah, but uh, they, there's still no confirmation yet. I mean, they're they're still planning on playing the game, but because well,
6: uh, Buckeyes need this game to be able to get the playoffs.
5: Yeah, they do, unless they fall below. You know, the league decides to drop the average of games down to five. You know, yeah. with all the cancellations, <clears throat> they have to play at least six games right now. But after right. this weekend, it will determine the average number of games league-wide. And then they'll take the average of how many games each team played, and then that way that will adjust that number or not. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. They do need this in order to get in the Big Ten championship game. I have to... Well, they got to win, too. I have to, um, well, yeah. I have to yeah. tell a little story. And...
4: I didn't do it very well, um, what I did. But anyway, you'll be amused with this. (coughs) So when I was running KGMB in Honolulu, the head of advertising for United Airlines, his name was Dave Palmer. We had the very same name. He lived primarily in Chicago, but he had a vacation spot in Hawaii. Uh, He and I became good friends. And having grown up in Worthington, Columbus, you know, everybody in Columbus is nuts about the Buckeyes. (coughs) Yep. And so I had season tickets to football. Um and i think i think in one season i only missed one home game when i was living in hawaii and i would fly in take the cab over to i can't remember the name of the place but it was a you know a, a, a bar basically before a game then go take my seats And generally, some friend from Worthington or someone would join me. And then afterwards, we'd go to um, this other real nice restaurant up on Dublin-Granville Road. Um, It was like a steakhouse. And then I'd go to the airport and get on the plane and return. Yeah. Now, that's a 13-hour flight. Yeah, but you didn't have to pay for a flight, (laughs) did you, with the military? No, I didn't. It had nothing to do with the military. Uh, this friend, Dave Palmer, would credit or comp me the the um, the ride. Oh, that was good. Yeah, but the point is, I couldn't do that today.
6: <laughs> now, well, I thought maybe you know you got a military transport
4: coming back to the United States. No, I I did that one time. Um, into uh, San Francisco, but and that was very pleasant too. But I just couldn't believe how I did that every game, basically, at Ohio State. I didn't miss that year.
5: Oh well. Okay. Uh, now that's that's a hardcore fan, right there. And you know they put all us broadcasters
4: in the same area, the same section.
5: <coughs> yeah.
4: And so you see a lot of your friends uh, from stations you worked at when you worked in Columbus and stuff like that. And um, it's very pleasant. But 13 hours flying, mercy.
6: Okay. Yeah. Well, i got to fix me something to eat. I'm, I'm so undernourished it's pitiful.
4: Well, get with it, man. <laughs>
5: we don't want you to fade away. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got, right, um, I, I got a question for you. The third most important person out of West Virginia was it Art Turf? By any any chance?
6: He's from He's from Nitro.
5: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> okay. It's
4: like
6: the University of Virginia, I think it was. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> oh boy. Let That's us it here, man. Thank you.
6: Hey, right, y'all have a good, great, great evening. It's bad. a good workout. I enjoy it.
4: Okay. Well, thank you. See you. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Bye-bye. Um folks I had every intention of sharing an interesting report uh, <clears throat> entitled the most dangerous states for driving. I even um, I went out with some neighbors for um, a bite to eat last night and uh, we were, I was giving them some pre figures on this. I'm going to have to hold it till tomorrow. We have run uh, we're down to 5 minutes remaining. Um, so if you were if you were my neighbors waiting to hear this report, <laughs> and gonna, if you
5: still it, are his neighbors yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: it's going to be tomorrow. I'm sorry, but I want to get art Turf in and um, let's let's just do that right now. All right I am E.V.G. in
1: Two, four, six, eight.
3: Who do we
2: appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Coach, Turf, coach Art Turf, head football coach and athletic director at Inept Tech, uh, with us again today. And, Coach, we were talking in our... Last program about your schedule. I think we've covered maybe the first six ball games of the schedule. We still need to catch the last four ball games, which I think you told me you were going to play one
3: at a time. That's right. You know, that's the only way to play these here ball games. You can't look ahead and play somebody that's three, four, five, seven weeks down the road. you got to play your ball games one at a time. That's exactly how we're going to play our ball games. You know, uh, uh, it's coming up the second half of the season in the meat of our schedule where we're playing all the conference ball games. Looking forward to playing. In conference championship and, and uh, the seventh ballgame of the season, we're going to be playing, it's a road ballgame, we're going to be playing Tri-Nitro Tech, that's TNT, you know, they're in the conference, and they have a real explosive ball club, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball, they can score a lot of points on them, and that's going to be a real exciting ballgame and a real test for our defense. And coming up after that, we come back home, and we're going to be playing uh, one of the uh, uh, most outstanding schools that we have on the schedule this year. In fact that's the georgia institute of football you know that's all them folks do when they go down there to that school they just play football learn all about football learn how to play football and coach football and do all that stuff with football and uh, they, they call themselves tgif and and i'm calling that thank goodness it's finished about our schedule, you know, that's the eighth ball game on the schedule, and following that we come up with our two arch rivals, closing out our schedule, just like we always do. Coach, that, we're
2: going to have to interrupt you here, we need to take a break, and we'll check those last two games on your schedule, right after we pause for this message.
4: Avalanche Pizza, you don't want to miss it. Coach, Turf, we interrupted you when you were right into the That's last...
3: all right. you go right ahead, do that any time you like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. we got to get them sponsors' messages in there. We and get this program on the air and get our message out to the folks so they can come watch our fine ball games. Coach, I promise not to interrupt you again. What about the last two games on that schedule? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because they're my two favorite opponents of the season. We save our schedule the last two ballgames for these boys every year. We open up uh, the last two ball games playing on the road against the Eastern Institute for Eastern Industrial Organizations. And boy, do, that's two mouthfuls on the schedule, so we just kind of shorten that to EIEIO. Coach McDonald always has a fine ball club over there. We're going to be playing at his place this year down on the farm, and we are really looking forward to that it should be a real barn burner
2: now this last ball game is a real big rivalry for you isn't it
3: That's right, you know, we're going to be playing Bungle State, and I can remember how we were always playing for the conference championship in years past. Bungle State, our arch rival, coached by my brother Matt Turf over there, and and, uh, we have a real, what you call your sibling rivalry for there, and I'm looking forward to playing Matt and his boys again this year because it looks like we're going to be both having fine records, looking forward to some fine seasons, and it could be for the conference championship.
2: So in that final ball game, it'll be Matt Gel Turf against Artificial Turf. Have been for years. Hey, listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-pack interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind. The one and only coach Art Turf. you, come see what Emily is cooking at Tavolino, home of the fresh, authentic, made-from-scratch Italian food. Stop in on your way to work for a double-shot latte, or bring the family for lunch, or for dinner in a spot that feels like you're back you know in Inono's kitchen. Emily also does cooking class for the adults and the kids alike, so ditch that pasta on a box and come learn a thing or two. Stop in at Tavolino for not only the great meal, but an unforgettable experience. At 9 North Schaefer Street in Athens, Ohio, visit Tavolino on Facebook for the hours and the specials.
4: I close out with this.
2: Jingle bells chime.
1: Jingle bell time. Dance.
4: Have a wonderful day and we'll see you
1: tomorrow.
4: In our 71st year of
1: service to Southeast Ohio, EM 970 and 97.1 FM. FM.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.
0: I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The FDA has just released its first analysis of clinical trial data of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine. Correspondent Wendy Gillette the Reviews. The FDA says trials show Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine is highly effective and raises no safety concerns. The most common side effects are reactions at the injection site, fatigue, and headaches. Documents also say the vaccine starts to provide some protection after the first dose, but really kicks in seven days after the second dose. The trials show the vaccine worked equally well across age groups, differing ethnicities, and those with and without medical conditions. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. The vaccine is Expected to be approved in the U.S. this week. Most Americans aren't expected to have access to shots until next spring. Brits began getting vaccinated this morning. 90-year-old grandmother named Margaret Kenyon rolled up her Merry Christmas T-shirt and went first. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is urging everyone to follow her lead. I know that there are loads of people who count themselves anti-vaxxers. So that's totally the wrong approach. It's safe. It's the right thing to do. Plenty of people are having second thoughts. Searches for books questioning the safety and efficacy of COVID vaccines are top searches for online booksellers including amazon and barnes and noble house and senate leaders are considering a nine hundred eight billion dollar relief bill for small businesses the unemployed and local and state governments democratic senator joe manchin you just
2: can't fail there's too much at stake here people running out of their lifelines which end and- at the end of December, we all know that, so food assistance, shelter, the basic
0: necessities of life. He says lawmakers will detail most elements of the bill this afternoon. Army leaders are expected to announce today a significant number of officers and others at Fort Hood will be fired after a string of violence at the base in Texas. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. These officers and enlisted soldiers will face what Pentagon officials are calling unprecedented disciplinary actions after sexual assaults, suicides, and murders at the base. An investigation found a command culture that failed to address the problems. Removing soldiers from their jobs could trigger broader investigations that could lead to even more punishments. A Major League Baseball ump who worked last year's All-Star Game in Cleveland is among 14 men snagged in an online sex for money sting. Liberty Township Police Chief Toby Malero says ump Brian O'Nora was among the group arrested. Just to show you what's happening every day. Malero says the men were busted when they showed up at a hotel in Youngstown. Dow is down 8 points in early trading. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your
1: home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This CNET tech update is sponsored by Dell Small Business. If you're still deciding whether to upgrade your phone, CNET's Carl Suboy has some
3: details on the latest models from Apple. From the most affordable on up, there's the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Each version gets progressively more dense with features and abilities, but there are some commonalities across the board. All of these phones will be 5G enabled, so it will be primed to take advantage of those lightning fast speeds once the carrier networks catch up. All will run iOS 14, feature a 12 megapixel front facing camera, an OLED screen, shoot 4K video, are water resistant and can charge wirelessly.
1: Dell Technologies end of year sale is the perfect time to upgrade, save big on computers with Intel Core processors for your small business. Plus, free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies Advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
0: It's 40 years to today. The world lost a 40-year-old music icon.